Welcome to the Tweet Trends Podcast. Hey, Yvette, what's trending today? Hey, I'm Yvette. Hey, girl. And you are tuned into Tweet Trends. It's the quickest way to find out what's trending today. It's a day late. I'm a dollar short, but I'm here, dog it. And today we're going to talk about Roar. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the show. Before I get started with today's topic, I want to apologize. I'm so sorry that I was not able to get the episode out on Thursday like I normally do. So those of you that use the podcast to pass the time while you get your chores done, my apologies if I threw everything upside down on its head. But I have been fighting this pollen. I'm working with one nostril right now and the struggle is real. I went to uh, a doctor when we first moved up here to Virginia and the doctor was like, oh, you've got allergies. And I'm like, no, I don't. I've never had allergies, but it's something in the air that's saying, oh, but you do. So I broke down. I'm like, okay, fine. So I have allergies. Let's get through this. And that's basically what we're going to do today for the episode. We're going to get through this together. Okay. So today's topic is roar. And if you haven't heard of it before, let me give you a little background here. In the circles that I've been spinning in lately, the conversation among most is about what everybody is watching on television. And television doesn't mean regular television anymore. Cable is probably on its way out because there are so many streaming services out there. And this particular group of stories is found on Apple TV Plus. And let me start by giving you the explanation or the description that IMDb says about Roar. Roar is an insightful, poignant, and sometimes hilarious portrait of what it means to be a woman today. Well, I'm going to stop right there and say, I'm not. I'm not buying that. Nope. Not buying it. The reason being is because if you look at the titles of the various episodes that fall under Roar, the first one is The Woman Who Disappeared, literally. Then you have The Woman Who Ate Photographs, literally. And they go on with The Woman Who Solved Her Own Murder, The Woman Who uh, Returned Her Husband, The Woman Who Was Fed by a Duck. Now, that one they didn't say it was literally. But I'm thinking to myself, well, if this is talking about what it means to be a woman today, well, shoot, ain't I a woman? Hello? I don't understand it. There, okay, so I'm, I'm not going to dwell on that. But that is a big part of my issue with the way they describe the anthology And then they go into each one of the episodes. And so today I'm going to talk about the first episode. And I'm going to talk about the first episode because, one, I can relate to it. And two, it got a lot of negative reviews. And I don't know that those views were warranted. I can't tell people what type of opinion to have. But it's almost kind of like if you don't understand the situation, then maybe your opinion of it is skewed. 
Before we get into the actual story, let's take a minute or so to go over the people behind the scenes of the story. So the director, her name is Channing Godfrey Peoples, and she's a woman of color. And I appreciate that because the main character is a woman of color, and that is a very important part of the story. So we needed that there. And then also, the teleplay was by another woman of color. Her name is Janine Neighbors. The next three ladies aren't, but that part doesn't really matter because we do have two ladies there that can help with that portion. So we have Liz Flahive and Carly Mensch. They created this, and then it's based on the book by Cecilia Ahern. I love, love, love the idea that all of these episodes in the Roar Collection were directed by women, directed by women from diverse backgrounds, and their crew, their main people, they were all women as well. If you're going to have something saying it's telling about what it means to be a woman today then you have to have the women there. Now, like I said, there are some of the stories that I'm kind of like, ah, if that's what women, if that's what it means to be a woman today, then maybe I need to check a different box because, yeah, I don't see that happening. But, you know, of course, there's always the exception to the rules somewhere. So my thing is, I just wish they had worded that a little bit differently. But neither here nor there. Let's go ahead and get into the story. All right, it's time. We're going to dive into this episode. The title of it is The Woman Who Disappeared. It aired on April 15th, and it's only a 30-minute time investment. The lead character is Issa Rae. You may know her from her show, Insecure. She is an actress. She's a director. And I would also low-key say that she's a comedian because she's pretty darn funny. So let's add that to her plate. She's a comedian. She is an author in this particular episode, and with that, she lived in New York. She got flown out to California for what she thought was a movie pitch that was actually an AI virtual reality kind of situation. They wanted to turn her book into a a virtual simulation, and they they had an example of it, and people got to see it. And, but they didn't do that until the very end of the show. But I feel like people focused on that. The people that rated this, they focused on that little piece at the end and not the items that were happening along the way. So bottom line for me is that I don't think that it was a racial situation. I think it was more of an intersectionality type situation where a woman who's black and in a in a position that's very influential, although she's a big wig, people still don't give her the same respect that they give other people. They don't hear her. They don't see her. They don't respect her ideas or or just they don't they don't even recognize that she's saying anything because it's like she can't possibly have a good idea. I think it was more of that than a racial thing. But the people who were reviewing it, all they could see was black. Because then in the end, in the the virtual reality simulation, there was a police situation. But that was such a small piece of this entire segment that I don't see how they got stuck there. Unless it's one of those things like the last thing you saw is what you remember. So having said all of that, 
I could I could relate to this. I picked out everything. There were so many AI situations in this that it wasn't even funny. She was like not recognized in three different situations. And it slowly got to a point where she was having trouble even recognizing herself, even seeing herself. And that happens too. When you get to a position, you get to a place and you start smelling yourself, you don't even see the real you anymore. You're looking and you're like, who is that? You're looking a little unfamiliar there. So I, I struggled with the the reviews of the other people. And, and then it was like they were saying that, you know, if you're doing something like this, you should put the best one out first. And they actually rated this one the lowest. But honestly, I think that no matter which one they would have put out first, it still would have been rated low because the way they're kind of like Alfred Hitchcock type shows where the things are kind of odd. It may throw you a little sometimes, but in my mind, I thought this particular episode was excellent. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. And again, I apologize for getting this episode out so late. I am so sorry, but I am really fighting this pollen. It is ridiculous. But about the show, I intentionally didn't want to say too much about it because I really didn't want to spoil it for you. I really want you to go in there and look at it yourself. And I'd love to have a little back and forth discussion about what you thought about it because I plan on going in and making my own review and kind of breaking things down and let people know that this wasn't about race. Race is a part of it because of the color of her skin that people will see that and say, oh, she's playing the black card. But that that wasn't it for this case. This was the fact that she was a woman in a high position and the fact that she's black added to that, but it wasn't a race thing. But anyway, I said all that to say, you know where to find me when it's time to have this conversation. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Hey Yvette. That's at H, oh, excuse me. That's at H-E-Y-E-V-E-T-T-E. Or just look for the hashtag tweet trends. I think I made it just in time because I feel like I have a sneeze coming on. So see you guys later.